That's right, because the snow hit and she said, Oh, you ain't going nowhere. I, um, welcome to another episode of an internet show that reminds you that common sense is not common anymore. At all. Um, and my God, y'all just every week, y'all set new records. <sighs> Reach new heights, bitch. Of this, of this, just. Just when I think I can't be more fed up, y'all just <laughs> y'all come up with new lows and new levels of delusion. Listen, where I have to say it. Um, welcome to Common Sense One Hundred because One Hundred One is too advanced for you. Listen, welcome to what the fuck is wrong with you, Two Hundred Two? Welcome to why the fuck was you texting him One Hundred One? That's right. I- I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> Welcome to, that's right. Welcome to another rendition of an internet experiment gone wrong. This is another episode of Who Raised You Up? That's right. My, I am, that's right. I am your host, Lonnie. But this week, my, my Instagram Twitter handle is going to be Snowbanks <laughs> with a dollar sign. Snowbanks. <laughs> Snowbanks. I cannot. Yeah. And yes, hey everybody, my name is Marlon. Just. Um, just. Just. Marlon. God damn it, we're going to take it back. That's old school. I like it. Just. Mm-hmm. Just Jack. <laughs> um, and we are not here to disappoint. We're going to go right into it because um, this is a regular episode and we came to you guys late. But right. you said this, you know what I said? I said, friend, friend said, hmm, hmm. hmm. I said, we're going to keep, we going to just give them the content. We're going to do it. That's right. We're going to do it. We're going to give them some things. We just recorded, and guess what? Here we are. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it. The fuck? Let's do it again. Mm. Do it. Do it. Do it. Let's do it again. Yes. All right. With that being said, girl, you already know what time it is. It's time for scrolling. Right. Um, because we just recorded, it, you would think, you would think I wouldn't have as many topics. Mm. But I have six. Ooh, child, y'all gonna stress me out. Oh my God. When, when sense goes common, here we go. <sighs> We're gonna start. I'm not gonna give you options because um, there's no pick your poison. Just, just go. Just um, go. I'm gonna go. This is no particular order. We're gonna start here. Um, it was reported this week that um, I have a medley because I can't go directly into the story. <laughs> I have. Um, Back in the early 2000s, there was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful song of inspiration, a song of triumph, a song of celebration. Hmm. Take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. <laughs> really? I just want to praise, praise you. 
I just wanna praise you. Praise you. Kim Kardashian has filed for divorce from Kanye West. Woo! <laughs> We're starting there this week. This happened after we recorded. Mm-hmm. This is after we recorded. This got um broke in. It's two days ago. This is Sunday. Yep. It came out on Friday that she filed for divorce. Um, after almost seven years, I know I saw another article online that says she is not going to make his mental health or, um, bring it into court as a reason why he can't have visitation. Mm. Like, cause that is going to come up. The fact that he is diagnosed with um, bipolar disorder. Right. And he, his main, um, I hope I'm saying that right. His mania or mania. Like when they go into mania. Mania. Mm-hmm. When he goes into his mania, of course it's extreme, mm-hmm. but it's not a, like if he's if it's supervised and he's medicated he's fine okay but apparently that's what she wants um I can say um allegedly I did hear about this a while ago mm-hmm. um but I heard it was just mummers of they didn't know what they wanted to do but I know a portion of it had to do with Kanye wanted to basically permanently live in Wyoming and Kim was not with the shits at all so let me get this straight <laughs> They're getting a divorce because he wants to live in Wyoming and she doesn't? It's more to it, of course. But okay. it was like, basically, it was not a secret that he wasn't a fan of staying, like, his goal was never to stay in Los Angeles. Okay. And, of course, as someone that deals with issues with mental health, mm-hmm. one of the places where it brings you peace, you try to find peace in everything. Right. If you can't find peace at home, you go away from home to find peace. Mm-hmm. He doesn't that doesn't mean the first day that he wants to be away from his children mm-hmm. but if it means he has to be away from his children he will do just that gotcha so yes um much luck to them um and to the powerhouse also sidebar as additional story because i see you got another thing right um sidebar shout out to courtney kardashian um she basically made it known that she is dating travis barker who the fuck is travis you barker? remember travis barker Hold on. You remember Travis Barker? Let me do my Google chat and see who this person he is. Cause I yes, don't know what talking about. And that wasn't even where I was going. I was going somewhere else with it, but. Listen. Him? Okay. That is her, yes, that is her man now. Oh, so she finally got her white man? She not, she's the only one that kept a white man because Scott, Scott is her ex uh, oh 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 I'm sorry you did not say Chloe got it here we are got it okay that's right <laughs> when K's start running together child I wouldn't I wouldn't think I, okay well go ahead Chloe Courtney that's cute for you <laughs> Friends, what I don't see it anyway back to what I was about to ask so what a, where did these rumors about Kanye uh, and Jeffrey Star start, and how did they get started? Sir, that's a rumor that I can gladly tell you was false, and I don't know how it started. That's weird. Okay. Anyway, it's just weird. The gays were like all abuzz with that. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit about him with um, Jeffrey Star? Oh, you. Shout out. No, you can't unplug it now. Okay. Yes. Shout out to. Um, speaking of, you know, we just got over the Valentine of Days. Um, and. Lo and behold, we found out that someone is spoken for again. Who? Ah. Oh, Megan. <laughs> Who's she dating? Megan is actually dating Partisan Fontaine. Um, if you guys are not familiar with Partisan Fontaine, he actually has a lot to do with um, Cardi B. Okay. Um, she also, one of her singles, um, back. if you remember the song Backing It Up, 
Mm-hmm. That's his song. Oh, okay. Yeah, part of, um, it was speculated like it was speculated a little that she might be dating part of Fontaine. Mm-hmm. But basically, the she went on Instagram live and just confirmed it. He also confirmed it on his profile and post. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, we it's definitely happening. Got it. So. What he did, which was so cute, she showed actually what he did for Valentine's Day. He met her with a bunch of roses. Um, the roses even in her hotel room when they went, and she was like, "They all, all she knew was that he wanted to take her to lunch." Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Hurry, where are you taking me?" She's like, "Take you to lunch." <coughs> but they're looking at a private jet. Like, where are you taking me? Right, this ain't lunch. The fuck? They yeah. So Meg is happy. We love that she's happy, and she said he. It was a, bit, a clip that surfaced that showed him in a more of aggressive light, but she's like, "That's not him." It just it was literally portrayed in the wrong way. Like it looked bad, but it wasn't. And also, she was just saying like he's like really protective. She says he's a really sweet guy. She's like, "I really like him." Okay, so Meg's happy, so we're happy. Congrats, Meg. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then we go to Tessica Brown. If you guys do not know who Tessica Brown is, Tessica is Gorilla Glue Girl. Um, she started, and also the idiot that decided to put Gorilla Glue in. I want. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing the pronouns wrong. Um, I think it's. I think it's she. She, she hers. Like you put after she went through that, you decided to put Gorilla Glue in your hair. You're not, in the words of Lamethe Elise, you're not smart. You're not smart. You put Gorilla Glue in your... That's another conversation for another time. Right. So, she went onto the reel and spoke, like, basically gave them an interview Mm. about what's going on, and she specified that she never said out of her own mouth that she had intentions on suing Gorilla Glue. She basically took full accountability. She said, I knew what I was doing. She said, I didn't fully think... Basically, she said, I didn't fully think out the consequences. Mm. But I take full responsibility for doing it. Okay. So, she said, I had no intention. She said... So, even when she did start... Like, if you didn't know, her her GoFundMe was basically under investigation. So, you can't even donate to it now. Because she had... I think it was how she coded it. But... The way she coded it was like supposed to be for medical expenses, but you're donating all the money. You're not taking any, but it's like it's going against what you said you were going to use the funds for. Huh. So GoFundMe was like, "Girl, girl, fuck you, um, <laughs> suspend this, and let's look into this, shall we? Please and thank you." Right. I just. So where did the? How did it get started that she was talking about suing them? Because I thought that was dumb to begin with. She said, she basically, I, it, it came online because if you really pay attention to when all this happened, she, if she didn't say it directly, she didn't say it. Okay. So, like, it was mutters that someone came up with online. <sighs> um, in other news, um, the baby dropped a song, well, dropped a freestyle called Beatbox, and basically he calls Jojo Siwa uh, Jojo Siwa kind of it's like the bar he uses sound like he called her a bitch mm-hmm. but <laughs> everyone on Twitter is going in like I need a backstory on why Jojo why ba- the baby called Jojo Siwa a bitch mm-hmm. like she I'm like girl is just came out of closet she revealed her girlfriend she's living her full lesbian lifestyle listen so get she, your life she's not worried about you or anything that is going on at all. Hmm. Um, 
next next topic here because we're breezing. Um, the next one actually is two and one. Um, hold on, I need to fill my cup. We will be right back. I just pause for one second, y'all. All right, sorry about that, y'all. Um, if you guys are not following me on social media, I basically emphasize that I am in the middle of juicing. So, whenever the strike of hunger comes in, gotta make it happen. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> gotta make that shit happen, baby. Feel the tummy when it's yummy. Pretty much. So, if you guys remember Lovely Mimi, she was a character that was a character. She was a cast member that was on Love and Hip Hop, right? Now, she was on live, and she almost used... She basically used an N-word on live. Oh, shit. Now, just so we can get a feel, this is lovely Mimi. Mm-hmm. That was also her explaining, apologizing for accidentally using it, but she also specified that she does use the word privately. Who didn't think that was a thing? Mm. <laughs> Who didn't think that that was a thing that she does in her private time? Sure. I mean, we can't. The N word is always a touchy t- discussion to have. Mm-hmm. But she also, in her defense, um, in a way, I don't know if this helps her or not. But it's also another fact she only dates black men. But even still, that still doesn't give her carte blanche to use the word. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people that are non-black folks in their own private spaces use the word. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you get caught up with it, that's when it gets sticky for you. Like, but to say that, oh, you know, because I only date black men, that that's why I use it is still not, it's not going to fly, sis. You know, people are going to light you up about it. So it's best to just apologize and move on. I wouldn't even admit it that, well, I don't know, that ain't my business. So. It's none of my business. It's none of my business. I mean, but bless the mess, child, because I don't want to go down that heavy road of the N-word. It's too much. That's a complicated discussion to have. It is very much so. Very, very much so, especially amongst people of color. White folks that just don't do it. It's just in your best interest to not. But when it comes down to um, other ethnicities, other people of color... It's still a very <clears throat> touchy and weird subject because, yeah, it just is. It just is. Because you try to take into consideration people that grow up around other black folks or are in black, predominantly black neighborhoods that hang with black people that aren't really checking them like that for using the word and all that stuff. And it's like, uh, I'm not going to be policing these folks on all that I could, but I feel like that's an uphill battle that probably won't be won by just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy because even, I think Remy Ma has spoken about it publicly before where she was saying that she has a problem um, with people that are not like using the word, but it's also in the context of how you use the word. Context is key in this situation, too. Well, my thing is, as it pertains to her in particular, well, how does she feel about Fat Joe? Don't Fat Joe use the N-word? He does. So, she that was basically almost a reference to what she was saying. Oh, okay. New York is a different beast when it comes to the N-word because New York is really, like, a melting pot of a lot of races. Yes, it is. So, they don't even see, like, 
they like we can see someone being Hispanic in New York, they won't care about it. It's just another person, right? So they use it, and we're they're not going to check them for it. Mm-hmm. But any other person is all like I said, context is key. Depends on how you use it. You using a derogatory term, and folks can tell when you are. Yeah. That's when you might liable to get your ass beat. I'm listening. When them hard R star flying, baby, you might as well get ready because it's going the fuck down. Her. Hmm. That's all I got for scroll on actually because it spawned into two things, but it really was one. Oh, okay. Fantastic. All right. So that means it is time for the thread. All right. So this week we are going to be tackling the subject of. Friendship. Yes, we're going to jump into a little chat about friends, friendship, and all that good goodness, especially in times now where social media is very prevalent. Um, The way that we gather friendships, the way that we meet new people, and all those things, especially in these coronial times, child. Um, All of this stuff can be very prevalent, but it's something that I wanted to bring up and talk about today. So, Lanithia. Let's start with, hmm. Do you find it easier to make friends with the opposite gender or the same gender? And why? Same. Same? Same only because the fact that with I, emotionally women are more complex. Okay. So it's like, it's not saying that they're bad friends. It's just they're more complex. It, like the smallest thing could turn into the largest thing. Mm. So... I bond better with men. Okay. I can't speak for everyone, but it has nothing to do with sexual preference. It's just I bond better with men. Hmm. What about yourself? Interesting. Um, I can't say that I have stronger ties with either or because I have one of my dearest friends. We've been friends since sophomore year in high school and she's a woman. And I don't have any issues with her. I don't have, I don't really have issues or problems making friends with anybody. Mm-hmm. But I asked that question because as cisgender gay men, I know that there are some gay men that only have friends that are women and have a bit of a tough time bonding with men. And everybody has their reasons um, I honestly some well I can't say that I never understood because I, I can understand some of the dynamics but I always found it interesting gay men that only had female friends mm. or predominantly female friends I can't be that person I'm sorry it's really interesting to me I've always wanted to get in the heads of people that have that kind of dynamic with their friend groups but I mean bless it but yeah I don't think <sighs> I don't think it is a bad thing it To me, from those men that I've experienced that have friendships like that, it's a bit of a double-edged sword Mm -hmm. because the men in my experience that I have seen that only have female friends feel a kind of way about gay men. That's really interesting, which is why they don't have many male friends or any at all. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's a deep-seated issue. (laughs) But... You know, we'd have to talk to somebody that has that experience in order to get deep into that. But yeah. Uh, what are your best and worst friendship traits? Um, 
the best is my advice. Okay. I, hands down, the one gift that I got from my father is my advice. Mm-hmm. The worst trait, my worst trait as a friend is sometimes communication. Truth be told. Okay. Um, as Tell someone that it. deals with issues with in regards to mental health, I sometimes require space. Mm-hmm. So it like, and yes, I'm an introvert, but it's deeper than that. So it's like, sometimes I go periods of time where I speak to nobody. Right. Like literally nobody. Mm-hmm. But it's like in a way kind of affects my friendships because most don't understand. Like it's not that I don't want to or I can't. It's mm-hmm. just. I need that moment just to recharge for me mm-hmm. before I come back out into the world. Got you. So, do you have like social caps? Yes. You do. Okay. I my social cap is normally like I normally build almost a week for the weekend, mm-hmm. and then after the weekend, I'm like, I really I'm good on this. I can go another week and be all right. Gotcha. But it's normally like a five, it, like minimum four day cap where I just like, all right, I need to be by myself for a while. Gotcha. And have you been like that your whole life? This started about a couple years ago. Hmm. I want to say almost six years ago. Okay. What spawned it, though? Do you know? I just don't like people sometimes. (laughs) I'm the most most anti-people people person you could ever meet. (laughs) I promise you. I'm like, all right, girl, I love you, but you're doing too much. I got to get it. Listen. I am mad. Uh, For me... I think that my best and worst friendship traits trait is the same thing. And it's something that I learned about honestly within the last year with a situation that I had with a friend and you you know who this person is, but we won't go there. All right. Um and that is is my consistency. I am consistent to a fault. Mm-hmm. Whereas my friends know that they can depend on me, that, that what they can ex- expect of me, you know, I stay on top of like communicating with my friends a certain way. I'm always around, but it's a bad friendship trait because because I'm so consistent, I've gotten to a space in my life now where I am more comfortable being by myself sometimes, and because I'm so consistent, that means that I have a lack of boundaries sometimes and sometimes I don't know how to say no but I I'm learning that I really need that time to myself sometimes Mm. so it I have this thing where I'm very fluid but I'm also very black and white with my emotions sometimes and I don't know that gray area in between so it's like I'm either like all of my friends face want to be with my friends all the time talk to my friends all the time or I don't want to be bothered and then I don't know how to set that boundary to say hey I kind of need some time to myself I don't want to answer the phone right now I don't want to talk right now so because I'm still working on how to vocalize that my friends will kind of feel the brunt of me not wanting to be bothered in a moment um, unfairly so they might get like some attitude or some energy from me that's kind of like abrasive and it's not that I don't love them or I don't want to be around them or anything like that. It's just that I kind of want my time, but I'm fighting with myself because I know that a lot of my friends reach out to me because they just want to hear my voice. They just want to talk. They just want to kiki, something like that. But I'll be in a moment where I'm like, I just, 
I don't want to talk right now. But you realize, like, even with our friendship, you realize, like, the time frame that goes by when I communicate with you. Oh, yeah. Like, but, see, it works for us because... Essentially, we kind of have the same mindset. Like, with it. like you know what I'm right, girl, I love you. Right. Right now, no. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I can't right now. I can't. So, but, you know, but you know what it is? It's like, I even will take a text. Like, I have some friends that I speak to every day. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But then there's certain friends where I'm just like, you're a <laughs> Let me get enough energy to deal with you and we'll get back to that. Yes. But the one thing that I realize, especially if it's people that really care about you, mm-hmm. that won't affect them. Right. But it's hard. Because it's like, even now, I'm like, oh, you're still bothering me. Yeah. And see, that's what I'm saying. Like, me being consistent to a fault, mm-hmm. it's like people expect the same energy from you especially when you when they're accustomed to getting it all the time so like for me to kind of veer off course and be in that moment where it's like bitch I just don't feel like being bothered right now mm-hmm. like and it's no shade I just don't like I want this time to myself it's hard for me to say that without because again like I am a self-proclaimed people pleaser and I've been working on not being so available all the time for people to mm-hmm. build that sanity for myself because I realize that that's unhealthy. Like, I have to be able to... It's not that I, I have a problem with being alone because I don't, mm-hmm. but I have to stop catering to people and being available to people so much. It sounds like you're beating yourself up, though. I do. That's what that's why I said. That's the part that I'm working on. Like Because it's... At the end of the day, I, the one thing I respect from my friends, like, I've learned, mm-hmm. like through experiences I learn when they want something for themselves right. so it was like case in point I have a friend that is in a relationship mm. and they're like well you know it's probably it's QC time right say less Hop, text me later girl yeah, exactly. that's, that's me baby Lanethi is good to... for that one child oh, is it QT time well, babe alright well I'll let you later girl I'm, I'm <laughs> not that person I, because I hate being a third will in any situation mm-hmm. so I'm like no and let's be perfectly clear I don't have a problem with anyone's spouses that's in my friends lives right. I, I'm very blunt with my friends I'll tell you like I don't like that mm-hmm. like what I'm so, no right. sorry yep. not working so <laughs> <laughs> my thing is this when it comes to those boundaries or setting said boundaries mm-hmm. sometimes it's with certain friends I've realized it works better with a boundary mm. like and it may sound weird because it's like, you're limiting your friend. I'm like, no, you're not. It's your... I'm not about to be an open disrespect Walmart for you. Right. You're not going to walk in my house at any time, call me, pop up at any given time. If I don't do that with my own family, what makes you think I'm about to do that? Hello? We're not doing that. I My family knows. Don't you just pop up. Don't you just pop in my house. <laughs> If they ever, oh. I'm going to find the mat that says, did you call first? And put it right Yeah. You know what? <laughs> like, did Need you call that. first? Need Don't that. Don't you come up in here. Want that. Don't do that. Yes. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Where do I want to go next? So, tell me about how, well, no, before we go there. Where's that question at? Do you believe in multiple best friends? Why or why not? You do? Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Because I have four. <laughs> Work. So, this is my thing. 
with multiple best friends. I, all of my best friends started, like, they basically originate my friend groups. Mm-hmm. So, I have my best friend that I've known since high, like, literally since freshman year of high school. Right. She's a whole different branch off of her own. Mm-hmm. Then I have my best friend, Yaz. Yaz comes with a whole circle of friends of hers that comes with her. Right. Right? Then I have you. Mm-hmm. You come with a circle of group of friends for yourself. Right. And that's normally how I, na- I navigate my friend groups. My friend groups literally come from my best friends. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is so-and-so. Oh, perfect. Hey, how are you? And uh, like, and nine times out of ten, people that they introduce you to, I know, if I don't like them off that, they're going to know. Like, I don't like them. <laughs> I'm like, why just bring them near me? Like, I don't like them. Right. Like, so I have multiple friends, and they all, like I said, they all originate from certain periods or circumstances in my life. Mm-hmm. And they stood the test of time. They stood tri- They stood literal tests of friendships mm-hmm. and did not fold. And that's why they're still here. Got it. Yes, I dig that. Um, I believe in multiple best friends because I have quite a few. But yeah. again, they're like, <laughs> Like you said, they have certain categories and reasons why they're best friends in my life. Mm-hmm. Because I have my best friends, my like my core group that we have been friends since sophomore year in high school. Mm-hmm. And we are still best friends to this day. And even though like life has taken us all in very different directions, they are not the friends that I talk to every day. But they are the friends that if I, if anything ever happens to any of us, we are always there for each other. And when we get together, it's like we never left. You know what I'm saying? So I have those best friends. Um, my best friend Jay. Mm-hmm. Child Jay. Been my ride or die for fucking ever. You fucking love Jay. <laughs> like, that's my baby. And, that's, and he's the best friend that I talk to. I talk to him more than I talk to anybody in my life besides my man. So, you know, like, the people that I'm talking to every day is between him and my man. Damn near. So. And if you don't get along with Jay, it's a deal breaker for you in general. <laughs> it's, and, and vice versa. Like, we, that's that friendship that's like, bitch, if my best friend don't like you, then I don't know what to tell you. I, the, of all my friends, all of my best friends, I speak to my friend Chad every day. Mm-hmm. Like, Literally, we can go on the phone hours, like two, three hours ups, just on the phone and just literally talking shit, like talking shit. Like we yes. all know from here, I'm a music buff. Uh-huh. This is known fact. Our conversations will be music literally for almost three hours. Exactly. <laughs> That's how it works. So my thing is this, right? You have, like you said, you speak, you speak Jay more, you speak me. Right. Let's be clear. Do I feel the way about it? Hell no. Because that's not our friendship. That's not our friendship. That's your best friend. Even with my best friend, who is a female, Mm. like, of all my friends, my ultimate best friend, it it would be my friend Ashley. Ashley and I could go almost two weeks without talking. Two weeks, almost probably close to a month. Right. The minute that girl called, girl, what's up? Exactly. (laughs) And it's nothing funny because it's either I call or she calls. And normally we talk, mind you, my best friend is a married woman. Mm-hmm. So I don't disrespect anything. I'm like, listen, girl, just call me when you get a second because she has a lot going on. I'm like, right. just call me when you get a second. It's no, it's like, it is no shame with it. It's like the people that really know you will never take personal anything that you said or right. anything you do, anything you say. Right. Because they know your, your actual intentions. Right. 
Those are the reasons why I be speaking to new bitches every day. Hello. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, with that said, tell me about how you met your best friend. Mm. And you can pick any one of them. The best story for you. <laughs> that would be Ashley. Okay. So, and I kind of get where you're going with this, because this was supposed to be the episode with Jay and Ashley. No, that's still going to be a thing, because I have a whole collection of questions for that, <laughs> but yes. So, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. My funniest friend story has to be Ashley. Mm-hmm. Has to be because I never did this shit. So, picture it, Sicily, nineteen ninety four. Um, I met Ashley in two thousand two, September two thousand two, when we were in high school. The funny part is, we didn't like each other at first. Really, we did not like each other at first. It was like it was a slow roll into the friendship. And we, it was me, her, and my former best friend. Mm-hmm. And because I was closer to my former best friend at the time because we clicked because he was also a gay man. Mm. So it was like a slow roll, actually, because also my best friend used to be homophobic. Mm-hmm. So growth is a thing. Yes. It's very real. So I'll never forget it was one day I forget how she ended up with my number mm-hmm. I forget how but I think we had an assignment or we, I just gave it to her randomly right so my best friend at the time she was going through mental um, issues with her health right so she was in the hospital at that time and I get a phone call Right. On like, cause y'all know th- we talking like the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. I grew up. It was me, and I had two other. I had three sisters. Mm-hmm. One was a toddler. I had another sister that was closer to me in age, and my other sister was an adult. Right. So we had one phone because we were in a house. So our rooms were all upstairs. The mm-hmm. phone was at the end of the hallway by the window. Oh shit. So. The phone rings, and I, of course I answer because I'm the social butterfly of all of us. <laughs> so nine times I said, the phone call is for me. Right. So I'm like, hello? She's like, oh, hey. I'm like, Ashley? <laughs> She's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. She was like, I don't know what happened. She said, literally, all I know is I remember your number, and I called it. I was like, oh, okay, girl, you sure? Right. And that conversation turned into us being on the phone for two hours. Wow. And that phone conversation bonded us and we became inseparable. Get out of here. That's how the friendship started. Get out of here. Okay. That is that's, that's the funniest one is that we did not like each other at first, mind you. Going shopping for um halls for our prom. We sitting there in the office shopping and next thing you know, it's a party going on in one of the rooms and the DJ was just rocking. <laughs> so we're in the office, there's a lady, it was me, my best friend, and her mom. Mm-hmm. So me and my best friend, we sit there and we're fools. Like we're real idiots in real life, mm-hmm. and no matter the age, we're still idiots. So <clears throat> we're sitting there and we we hold it in, bitch. We hold it in because we can't do it in front of this company. We can't do it. I'm like, actually, hold it. Wait, so she walk away. Hold it, girl. Hold it. And my, my mom turned around and looked at us and like, y'all better not. <laughs> So, literally, as soon as the lady walked out, she's like, I'm going to go check something. I'll be right back. Dude was like, eh. 
She will bust it down real quick. She was, and then her mom was like, y'all have no self-control. None whatsoever. Like, the funny part is, even when I saw my, her dad at um at the wedding, mm-hmm. he told his wife, he was like, these two get together is a problem. <laughs> like, mind you, we are in our 30s now. Like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> Still the same energy. Still. Uh, um, I will tell the story about how I met my best friend, Alonzo. Um, and Alonzo and I have been brothers, again, since sophomore year of high school. So the way that we met, we actually did not go to the same high school. Mm-hmm. We went to rival schools. Mm-hmm. So we had off-campus lunch, but this it just so happened I was dating this guy at the time. And we were cutting class. So we went into um, the neighborhood where my brother's school is, Alonzo, his school is. And we went to Pizza Hut. And Alonzo was standing outside of the Pizza Hut and he knew my boyfriend. So, like, we got out of the car and my boyfriend started talking to him. And he introduced me to Alonzo. And I don't even remember how it transpired like I remember us meeting each other that day we met each other that day and we just hit it off like immediately in the parking lot of the Pizza Hut and we were just chopping it up that whole time and I think that we like exchanged numbers that day mm-hmm. and after that we were inseparable mm-hmm. inseparable like we were together all the time after that it was crazy like we was on the phone and then we started hanging out with each other like I always credit Alonzo with being a very integral part of the man that I am the gay man that I am today because he was like the big brother that I never had love it and like Alonzo used to I, I didn't go to a barbershop to get my hair cut for about oh yeah Alonzo was like my personal stylist for years Mm. for years like we started a house together we got into ballroom together it was just a lot but that's my brother that's how that's how we got started yes all right um have you ever experienced a toxic friendship and if you have tell me about it yes all right Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> Gotta center yourself. Gotta get it together. Mm. Y'all know I like to hit them with these tough questions sometimes. <coughs> this is my reverse trolling of Lottie. <laughs> That's why I almost choked, bitch. Fuck you. Yes. Got broccoli on your little friend. There you go. Okay, oh y'all didn't hear that. Don't judge me. <laughs> Mind you, that, that's probably when I caught in the throat. Mm. Um, yes. Yes, I have. Um, I don't want to get too deep into it. You don't have to. Um, just know... I never experienced such a low mm. for someone to reach. Like... If there was a bar for how low someone would go, mm-hmm. this person went lower. Like damn near six feet under. Damn. And 
I can. I'll never get the answer as to why this all happened. Mm-hmm. I'll never. I don't want to know it. To be brutally honest, mm-hmm. the one thing I can say is thank God I learned to choose me. Mm-hmm. Because my God, that was a time, and it was a long time. Damn, a long time. Mm. Um, I've experienced a toxic friendship before and it was toxic from the jump because <laughs> I believe that I told, the, did I ever tell the story about, I feel like I touched on it briefly on the show before. What? About my ex-boyfriend bringing this guy around and, um, uh, presenting him as his gay son, but they were actually having sex with each other. Probably didn't. Mm-mm. At any rate, uh, yeah, so what happened was I found out about it and I ended up fucking with myself. Anyway. Um, I mean, that's revenge. Yeah, but it was, it became a bit of a trauma bond because we became like friends with benefits. But he was extremely toxic because he had his own issues. He was kind of manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, and like our connection to each other was just not good it just wasn't it was built the foundation of it was already terrible but who he was as a person on top of that made it even worse as time progressed Mm -hmm. because he was busy trying to be like he was trying to be my friend but also was like low-key trying to be my lover as well and caused even more of a rift between me and my now ex, my then ex after all of that shit happened. You know, um, just being messy and all types of shit like that, but toxic friendships are... They're ghetto. They're ghetto. They're ghetto and they're rough. And a lot of us enter them willingly because we're looking for something or desiring something that this person kind of has, and then they come along with a bunch of other shit, and we end up putting up with it for the sake of the friendship. All I can say is, listen, choose you. Hmm. Sometimes cutting that person off is all you need to do. Choose you. Listen, that's right. Um, And my last question that I'm going to do is, are you closer to your friends or your family? It's an even blend, but it's a little more of my friends. Got you. Yeah, it's a little more of my friends, but it's an even blend. Okay. Um, I can never sit here and be like, I don't like my family. Right. I mean, we all love our family. We sometimes even love them at a distance, but you can't replace your family. Right. So, you know, I feel like I built my, I made the corrections to my tribe that I feel I needed to make, mm-hmm. and we good here now. Okay. So. That's good. I think that, uh, kind of like you, there's a bit of an even blend, but I do, um, I am a lot closer to my friends than I am to my family. And I believe that it's because friends are ultimately our chosen family. And because of that, the bonds are even deeper than they are with like your blood relatives, Mm -hmm. you know? And though, like you said, like I have very deep connections with my family, but they're not the people that I talk to every day. You know, it just doesn't happen like that. Like, 
Listen, you know my fa- you know that my family has to do a whole three way with everyone, so everyone's in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know it's bad, but not that bad. But yeah, then we that's how we do. Knock it all out one stone. Right. Family's butt so big. Listen, everybody just up on the three way. Hey y'all, what's going on? Right. <laughs> do the fucking thing. Um. Do you feel like? The connection to your friends has a lot to do with your um with your sexuality or not? Um, in some ways I do, but because we have that connection, and especially specifically for me because I'm the the black sheep in my family, and I was the first of my generation and probably many generations to come out. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew it because I had cousins after that that started coming out behind me. That's another story for another time. Um, yeah. But yeah, so when I came out, I had already felt isolated because I had been holding on to it for so long. And then when I did come out and I found that I was not the only person in the world like that and I built like these connections and bonds with other people, mm. it made it a lot... My bonds with them were a lot closer because I didn't feel so ostracized or othered if that makes sense I get othered yeah <laughs> you know so I mean the crazy part is now I have like I have cousins that have come out and I have a cousin that <clears throat> basically confides in me his situations like what's <laughs> going on with him and it was because like I told my cousins on this side of the family I wanted to be the older cousin I didn't get that mm, mm-hmm. and it's weird, especially with us. Like, <clears throat> the thing about any person that identifies within the community, the community, I mean, LGBTQ+, we just want acceptance. That's it. It's hard to get it, and everyone thinks, like, why do you need acceptance? Like, it's not what we need, it's what we want. It's a difference between the two. If I feel as if my family is shunning me for how I choose to live my life, <laughs> then I'm going to go elsewhere. Right. But understand, anything major that happens in my life, you're basically sacrificing being a part of it. Because everyone doesn't think that this is of importance. I'm like, it is. How can I coexist if I feel like I'm the topic of conversation when I leave? Right. That's not going to work for me. So if that's your half-assed way of saying, oh... You're still family, like, no, 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 no. If I'm still talking conversation when I leave, no, we're good. Right. And that's just how this works. So that's why I asked, like, do you feel like it comes from a place of a set of like not fully receiving the set then? Right. Yeah. And yeah. It's it's hard. Yeah. I mean and, and my family came around, like I had my levels of Situations with my families after I came out, mm-hmm. um, and everybody's good now. And even if they weren't, I wouldn't give a fuck at this point in my life. I mean, at, listen. The <laughs> one thing I could say about an openly gay man, it once our mama and father know. That's it. Everybody is free gay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't after my parents, right? Because the hard one is handled. I'm like. My the one I was feared the most when I came out was my dad. Mm-hmm. And if I can get through that, y'all ain't shit. Right. Everybody else can shit rocks. I'm like the hard coming out is done. Right. It's my like it's done. The hard coming out is my parents. Once that's done, 
That's a rap, child. How you feel about it? Which is so weird because even when I used to hear the conversations of, oh, maybe it's a phase, I'm like, man, man, <laughs> how is this a phase? Mm. I knew I like niggas since the sixth grade. Hello. How is this a face? Like, I always knew I like niggas, but I knew for sure I like niggas by the sixth grade. I always knew I found men, attra- I found boys attractive. Right. But I knew for sure in sixth grade. See, that's it. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Sweet shit. All right. Well, that ends the thread and brings us to the end of our show. But before we go, you know, we got to give you the mental health tip. So, friend. Um, mm, y'all, y'all know I'm keeping up with this thing called New Year Heal You, right? Mm-hmm. Heal you, heal you, whichever you prefer. Um, sis, delete that thread. Mm. Delete that thread. Don't delete his number. Delete their number. Delete her number. Hmm. Move on with your life. Okay. Get rid of the memory. Delete the thread. And don't go back, oh, I'm going to hold on to it. Yes, he said this, this, and this. Girl, you're in love with words. Stop being in love with words. Fall in love with action. Mm. Okay? Because if he did right, you wouldn't be sitting there crying in the first damn place. Well. So... Love yourself and go on ahead, girl. Delete that thread. Delete it. Delete the text thread. You don't uh, delete that spring thread. You don't need it. Come on. All right. Um, my mental health tip for the week. Um, boundaries are okay. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are necessary. Yes, they are. Um, if you do not have boundaries for yourself, um, you basically give people carte blanche to treat you however they want to. You can't, you have to set boundaries. You know, and you setting boundaries is not being mean or nasty to people, but you are literally telling people how to love you, you know? So don't be afraid to set boundaries. And that's not just with friends or um, in your relationships, that's with everybody. Friends, family, acquaintances, associates, boss, employees, co-workers, all that shit. Learn to set boundaries. And yes, they are healthy. Regardless of whatever you want, someone might say to you, a boundary is needed. It is healthy. Yes, it is. Um, with that being said, that wraps up this week's show. Um, but here's a little treat for you guys. I didn't tell Marlon... He's just now getting aware of this. You should see his face. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> for the next two weeks, he and I will be traveling. Yes. So, with that being said, what does that mean for WRYH? Hmm. Well, it means nothing. Because this episode goes out tomorrow, and guess what? Mm. I surprised y'all. We filled the hotels already. Yeah. That's right. So while I am away, you guys will be getting the hotels episode. Yes. So with that being said, thank you guys. As always, thank you for listening. Support, please like, rate, subscribe. Like, rate, and subscribe, and leave us a Remember, comment. Leave us a review. We yes, like review us. Share us. If you're listening to the show, share us. Show that you're listening. Listen. So tag us in and listen we know y'all be listening so when you on twitter shout us out and let the people know 
to come and see us at the whole nation. Okay, in the whole house. That's Arr. it. With that being said, y'all, damn it, thank y'all. Okay. We love y'all. We love y'all. Bye y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye y'all.